Welcome back to the Two Pokes podcast. New episode, the same broken pancreas. I am your host, Sam Milik. I can dead with more than the average adult male in Iowa. I'm your co-host, Cal Smith. <laughs> we are back, baby. <laughs> episode, what is this, 28? Yes, um, since we changed the DU. Yep. We um, were going to record yesterday, but Cal's had some internet issues. So we are recording on Monday, the 28th. Um, yeah, it's going to be good as the preview stated. We're going to have a lot of good stuff today. Um, but first, yeah. Cal, how was your week? How was your weekend? What have you been up to? Um, it's been okay. I've been trying to take the same test for like a week now because hmm. uh, uh, settings were off or whatever. Mm-hmm. However, it should be open now, so I think I'll take it tomorrow. Um, however, if it was uh, if it still has issues, and I'm I'm done. Um, but or not, not too bad. Good, good. How about you? It's good. I got my hair cut. Um, went to the drive-in on Friday, and then went off double date on Saturday, and then did nothing yesterday. It's great. Ooh. Great, it's great, it's a good time. Sometimes fun, fun, yeah. Um, with that, let's go ahead and kick it into gear. Get, oh, yeah. get started on this year's show, uh, guys. COVID's coming back, and it's um, it's a little, it's a little weird. What did um, you say it's coming back? COVID, um, oh. the so called Delta variant, as it's been coined. Um, is supposedly more dangerous to children than it is to an unvaccinated adult, which is a little alarming. Um, but good news, people who are vaccinated, you're about 88% um, safe from it if you have Pfizer. I don't know. I haven't read the numbers, but apparently it's getting pretty serious. Australia is back on lockdown. Um yeah, I don't really think it's gonna affect us too much. Yeah, but but yeah, that's that's that. Um, <laughs> since we're talking about world stuff, I'll put this in here. Okay. Um, new ocean DLC just dropped. Oh yeah, um, I heard about this one. The Earth now has a new ocean, the Southern Ocean. <laughs> um, apparently it's long been like recognized, but does nobody like agreed on it nationally um but it's it's the waters along the antarctica um the antarctica along antarctica uh it's long debated whether it's a uni- unique enough for its own name or just cold parts of the pacific atlantic and indian ocean mm-hmm. however it's been voted through and now we have the atlantic pacific indian arctic and southern ocean the southern oceans it's full of copenhagen spit Yes, sir. That's <laughs> the Southern Ocean. My name's Twisted. Donnie Baker. <laughs> Twisted T's. Twisted T. In Copenhagen. Twisted T in Copenhagen. Yeah. But yeah. That's so I got outside of entertainment stuff. That, so. that's, your, that's your global news for, yeah. the, for the week. Not much eventful is going on here. Uh, the, the world's still on fire. Pretty um, much. People still hate one another. <laughs> We're still working on that one. Um, um, water is still wet. 
Um, okay, now. <laughs> Don't make me debate that. <laughs> I spent the whole summer, last summer, debating that topic. I know. Um, I don't even remember what stands I took. The Russians are still being quiet. Um, got something you want to say? What's the what's the what's the 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 block the block mother what the block the jello pudding pop? Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, you want to go into entertainment? Yeah. Okay, Gary, roll that intro, please. Entertainment and stuff. Okay. After he just just quoted a criminal. (laughs) We at the Two Post Podcast did not condone Bill Cosby or his actions. Um, Now, little Bill. No, he I now little Bill he chill. Little Bill chill. But anyway, speaking of little Bill, <laughs> Abomination is in Shang-Chi, bro. Excuse me? <laughs> what? What was this? Little Bill. Yeah, hey, whatever. Yeah. You know, little Bill, I, you know, little Bill got I just, with the gamma rays and then became Abomination. We all know this. Got the gamma rays. Is that why he was a bald eight-year-old? <laughs> No, I just think I just think mom was too, or like whoever was cutting his hair just got sick of it and just like wet shaved his head every two weeks. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think if there were bald eight year olds. I mean, well, like I mean, I guess there were kids with super short haircuts. Kids that rock buzz cuts all the time. Yeah, I'm trying like, to think with kids like actually like. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Ky- I guess Caillou, Caillou and Lil Bill were like the only two. Okay, well, there's I don't want yeah. Well, Caillou's special. Things are getting a little wild at Caillou's house. It's trap music. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, Abomination is in a trailer. Haven't seen him since 2008, I think. Also, I just think it's really funny. He's fighting Wong in a cage match, like just underground Street Fighter style. <laughs> just I, what up with it? <laughs> I mess with it. Um, I'm really excited to see him. Also, I like his new design. He's got the ears that are like very characteristic of his character. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, however, we weren't supposed to see him until she Hulk. So this is a complete shocker to everybody. So do we think that she Hulk and Shang-Chi are going to have ties? Um, it very well could be. I would not be surprised. Yeah. However, I think it would be kind of weird. I think it's kind of weird he's in it just because it's, like, so unexpected. However, I feel like they could tie it to, um, what was the name of the criminal underground in Falcon Winter Soldier? Oh, the, 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 uh, Black Hand? What? What? Is it the Black Hand? No, the, the city. Uh, oh, 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 Madripoor. Madripoor, yes. I feel like, honestly, that could be where that fight's taking place at. Yeah, I also feel like this fight is probably, in the grand scheme of things, probably going to be pretty insignificant to the rest of the movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I feel like if she holds going to make any tie, it's going to be a post-credit scene. Yeah. Also, we have no idea what Abomination's role in that is going to be anyway, so... Fair. 
Fair. But I'm excited for that movie. The rings and the action looked pretty cool. Yeah. I'm. It was pretty low on my list for a while, and gotta say, it was, it, it's, it's it's pretty up there now. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because I think, I mean, it was one of those. I was like, I'll watch it. I don't know a lot about it. It's kind of like Eternals. Like I thought it was gonna be very hit or miss. However, mm-hmm. after that trailer, I'm like, okay, that movie's gonna do really good. I still think Eternals will do good. I'll I'll die on the hill. Okay. Um, anything else for that? Um I didn't watch the Easter egg video or anything, so I don't know. Not really, no. Everything I have after that is Loki. All right, before we do that, there's some Deadpool rumors coming out. Oh snap. <clears throat> um <laughs> according to insider Mikey Sutton. Uh, Deadpool would come to the MCU as a TVA profuse um, because of its actions against the Sacred Timeline in Deadpool 2. Makes sense. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. That's one of those deals. Like, I have no idea how they're going to introduce all these characters. But with this whole timeline jamble, it makes sense. Yeah, good way to tie them in. Yeah, that or, you know, the multiverse stuff. So... I ship it. I do too. Um, but yeah, Wookie. Oh uh, yeah, pretty short episode. Um, but definitely felt like it. Lots to unpack. I mean, you have like Loki and Sylvie's dynamic is very much like I get like brother sister vibes, even though they're technically the same person. Yeah. Apparently, I don't know. She really hates being called dad. Loki. So there's something up there. Yeah. Um, um, her character does feel a little forced, though, like her acting. I definitely thought so at first. I think it got better as the episode went on. Yeah. Once they kind of, once she kind of like, once they were actually like working together, because mm-hmm. that's why I put it is like I really enjoyed the team up towards the end. Yeah. Um, that at first I thought the episode was kind of slow, yeah. kind of meh, but once they were like, once I got kicked off the train, I was like, okay, it's starting to pick up and get a lot better. Speaking of the train, Cal, have you seen Snowpiercer? I have very big Snowpiercer vibes there. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely big Snowpiercer vibes. Also big Titanic vibes. Massive Titanic because, vibes. Because of you know the events of the end of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I was even talking about that. I was just talking about how like only the rich people survived. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> the end of the episode as well. Um, but yeah, for those of you not familiar with Snowpiercer, basically just a train that runs around a freezed over planet Earth. Um, in a giant loop where the wealthy get the front of the train with all of their luxuries while the poor sit in the back and suffer. Eat roaches. Eat roaches and each other. Yeah, that's what we're going to talk about. Uh Um, Um, We didn't see Mobius at all. We did not see Mobius at all. Also, I'm kind of upset about Loki and they're lucky I watched this episode because apparently Owen Wilson will not be saying his famous wow in this this season at all it's been confirmed i'm very upset about it it's just one word jesus um anyway olivia rodrigo no i got my friend sent me something and i had my volume cranked up all the way for some reason Uh, all i'm saying is that that song's definition of no she broke i'm up anyway uh, <laughs> uh, um, 
the sets and visuals were pretty good. Yeah. I thought the camera work was really Definitely. good. I thought the action sequences, I'm going to agree with Screen Crush. I thought they were kind of meh. Yeah. Um, but it was cool to kind of see what you see some of his powers that we haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. Like, we've never seen him just shoot magic at people before. So that was pretty interesting yeah. to see. One thing that kind of uh, pisses me off um, Homeboy can teleport, but he can't use that teleportation to hop timelines. You think that a god yeah. could do that, especially with something like the Bifrost? Yeah, but I don't. Well, I think the Bifrost, I think it's like the Infinity Stones, where it only works within your timeline. Yeah, or at least that could be how they explain it. I don't know. I think it's going to get a lot more confusing as the episodes go on. Probably. Um, also, we had a huge theory confirmation that everyone in the TVA are actually variants. Yeah. Which explains why Mobius loves 90s things, like jet skis. But do we think that all people in the TVA are variants of Loki? Ooh, ow. Or are we all variants of Loki in some form or another? I, I don't think mm, that's a good question. I don't know. I never really thought about that. Because if there's infinite timelines, that very well could make sense. However, it gets kind of weird the more you think about it. Yeah. That's what we need, Owen, we need Owen Wilson to explain it. Yeah, I would love, I would listen to Owen Wilson explain everything about <laughs> Marvel. I am Owen Wilson, and today we're going to talk about the time. Him or wow. David Spade. <laughs> wow. Um, also, um, I think pretty much got confirmed that Sylvie is going to be Enchantress and not Lady Loki or just a random Loki variant. Um, I think it's because they're going, they're trying to go to the approach where instead of Loki giving her her powers like in the comics, it's like she's a variant, which just makes things easier. Um, also, fact I found I did not know was that she joins the Young Avengers in the comic book line, which Marvel has not so subtly been setting up the Young Avengers lately. Yeah. So to see her pop up is very weird. And people were kind of predicting that either or Loki was going to get turned into a teenager um, like he does in the Young Avengers stuff. Mm -hmm. But now I'm kind of thinking it could be Sylvie instead or both of them. But also, guess who was the first villain of that comic series? Kane the Conqueror. Kang to Conquer, which will be pretty sure the next big Thanos character. Yeah. Which we'll see in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumanium, which I'm excited for because I'm a big Paul Rudd fan. That was probably <laughs> like one, like very high on my list of things that I'm excited for MCU-wise. Yeah. Me too. Um, other than that, though, we get left on a huge cliffhanger with everyone facing their inevitable demise on a planet. Yeah. Um, yeah, before that, I had one that was like when the when they're at like the old lady's hut and she like shoots them with the cannon. She mm-hmm. calls them devils. Yeah, um, Easter egg because Loki are. Or Loki. So confirmed. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Loki is basically the Norse version of the devil. Um, yeah. So there's that. But yeah, the art gets blown up and we get left on a cliffhanger. Um, will they get off of Lamentus One? Um. Duh. Oh, no. <laughs> Duh. There's three more episodes left. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Um, I, there are some theories going around that this is all just in somebody's head. We don't know who. Like, it's either one big projection by either Sylvie or Loki, which I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. You know what I mean? I don't think I don't think that's remotely true. I have two theories with variants to each. Pun totally intended. Golf clap. Golf clap. <laughs> Number one, they get off on their own because they're freaking gods, right? Yeah. And then they meet, they meet back up with Mobius and work together to expose the TVA. I definitely think Mobius is going to help expose the TVA. I'm, I'm with you on that one. Or Mobius sides with the TVA at the last second and becomes a villain. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, my next theory, they get off of Lamentus one because Mobius and the TVA show up and basically arrest them. Yeah. And then the events of my last theory take place. <laughs> that, that would also make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely think uh, I didn't watch the video, but there was a video. I think screen crush posted it, but I'm not sure. But they were at, they were talking about like, are we about to see like the King the Conqueror origin story? Because he has a lot of ties to TVA. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of which is that his first wife is um the judge. I forgot her name. I think it's an R. But it's something, but yeah, that's her. That's. That's his first wife or whatever. So she very well could be a big, bad, evil, behind-the-scenes person Mm -hmm. just because she's the only one that has talked to the timekeepers and whatnot. Yeah. So I don't know. I kind of like the theory that the sacred timeline is the one where King always wins and it's not necessarily, like, the best timeline. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I'm excited to see Loki. I've enjoyed this a lot more than I thought I would. Yeah. Yeah, um, Richard E. Grant is is on the cast list still, and oh, that actor is yet to show up. Um, who do you think he's gonna play? Uh, all Google images would lead you to believe that maybe like an older version of Loki. That is literally the first thing that pops up on his images is him yeah. and Tom Hiddleston. Um, oh, wait a minute. Maybe he's the main bad guy. Maybe he's just a variant of older Loki. Okay, listen to this. Hmm. Oh, wait, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. You're, it's basically the same. It, he tweeted it. This image is from him, like the picture of him and Hilson side by side. Oh, yeah. Or a young version of him by Tom Hilson. And he said, uh, Tom Hilson and how I have talked about working together for some years, and I finally get to do so in Loki, September 25th, 2020. I think you're right. I definitely think it could be an old Loki. Dude, that would be variant on variant crime, bro. But I feel like this variant of Loki is, is like if Loki were to be like Odin. Ooh, like old, an old, old old man. Old and in charge of Asgard. Like an old man Thor storyline, but Loki. Yeah. I like it. I like it. He's been a villain a lot and stuff, hasn't he? Richard Isn't he Grant? like a really good creepy villain? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, let's see. What, let's see. What to... let's see oh, what he was doing. in Garf. Oh yeah, he was in Garfield. Tail yeah. two kitties, obviously. <laughs> Villain. He was in yeah. uh, the Rise of Skywalker. What? 
Loki. General Eric Pride. General, oh, he was general. No way. That makes sense. He plays general oh, pride. You know what? Okay. Now, granted, Wikipedia, you know how people get. However, he's listed as a variant Loki in the Wikipedia as a character he plays on Loki. Huh. No, he was on a sack boy, a big adventure. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Sackboy. I used to play Sackboy. Yeah. I'm trying. He was in Game of Thrones? What? Who's Eisenbaru? Oh, his character is look stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. I had no idea about that, Sam. Yeah. He's in downtown Abbey. I like how on almost every other episode we, this happens, we get <laughs> we get sidetracked by a character's filmography, and we always find the weirdest stuff they're in. Yeah, it's it's us. It's true. It's true. It's it's us. Fashion. It's oh, he was in the Hitman's Bodyguard and the Hitman's Wife Bodyguard. Oh wow, good for him. Good for him. Good job. Interesting. Courtney Kubrick. All right. Would you suddenly have for entertainment? Um, it is. Would you like to get into the big the big meat one? of our episode? <laughs> the girth of our episode. Yes. I have so much. Because right. I did what I used to have WandaVision wrote as it was unraveling. I did that too. Oh I, shoot. I had to pause it. That's what I was doing. (laughs) Okay, Gary, roll the Meme Mysteries intro because I was too lazy to make one for this occasion. What? I thought you had Meme Mysteries for a while ago. No, no, no. I I didn't have a Sasquatch Summer one. Oh, that's fine. I I didn't expect you to make one for that. Anyway, spoiler alert. Gary, roll the intro. All right. Time. Episode one. You've heard of, of Hot Boy Summer. Summer. Special. You've heard of Hot Girl Summer. You've heard of Hot Dog Summer. But have you heard of Sasquatch Summer? Sir. Welcome to the Sasquatch Summer Special. Brought to I'm you so- in part by the Two Pokes Podcast. All right. Um... Right off the bat, I put that David Holthouse books like an investigative journalist that would make this documentary. Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> so about, about I said I said I want his shirt, but he does look like the guy who would make this documentary. So, a little background about David Holthouse for those that don't know: he's an investigative journalist um, who basically his whole career as an investigative journalist he would go undercover. Oh wait, um, hold on, hold on. I wrote down the things he did. Yeah, go ahead. Um, because I put I do really like him because I feel like his approach is very like he's a very legit guy. Yeah, and holy crap! Like what Sam saying, his undercover work is absolutely insane because mm-hmm. <laughs> he hung out with the Chicanos during the turf war. Both mm-hmm. sides he hung out with. He ran coke with drug mules. He stayed up seventy two hours with meth heads, and then he went undercover as a neo Nazi spy. <laughs> yeah, um, and 
he's got so much <laughs> underground experience. It's insane. And I, my last trip to Chicago, I listened to a podcast, and about halfway through, I realized that the guest on the Joe Rogan experience was David Holdhouse. Yeah. And I was like, no way, I'm about to watch this documentary. So I knew all of the stuff he did. Like he touched on for like maybe two minutes. I get to hear all these crazy, crazy stories that this guy did. And yeah. if I seriously, guys, if you want, if you're following along with us and you might not be, but if you want to hear about this guy, go listen to the JRE episode with David Holdhouse. You will not be disappointed. He's definitely, he's got, from the stuff he's written, this stuff is intense. I can already tell that this, this series is going to go crazy. Yeah. Um, um, question for you before we continue. Hit me. Are we taking this from a, like a one person believes that Bigfoot's real and the next believes that he, that Bigfoot isn't real or that is, isn't Are we arguing like an is, isn't real thing or are we just like, I, I'm just kind of vibing with the story. Yeah. Because, like, honestly, I was like, all right, this is going to be, like, some joke documentary. But then I was like, holy crap, this ain't maybe legit. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, because um, I put that, honestly, Northern California has got a lot of sketchy supernatural occurrences in the woods. Yeah. Like, I've heard a lot of stories of that kind of stuff. And, like, he had a really good point that was, like, or that one Bigfoot hunter or whatever. Uh, we'll talk about the Bigfoot hunters later on because I have, <laughs> I have a note about Bobo. Um, but Bobo, <laughs> but he was talking about how like black bears are all over the woods in Northern California. But there's like 300, you know, if you have like 300 black bears, you don't, you never see a dead body. Like, I was like, that's that's kind of a good point. Like, honestly, that's a good point. And then he was talking about like how I'm like, from if you go from San Francisco to Anchorage, all you see is forest. So I'm like, they, there's probably is enough room to hide something. It's like the North American Congo River Basin, which yeah. the Congo, you know, the Congo in Africa, they held it. There are still animals being discovered down there because I know, like, that's still one of the most uninhabitable places on earth. And not everybody, not, we haven't even gone through all of that. And that's on earth. You know what I mean? That's not underwater. True. Yeah. Um, but I put, Talking about Northern California again, there's a book series called Missing 411, Missing 411 by David Paulides, I think is how you say his name. Um, if you want that type of stuff, I highly recommend those movies and books. But my dad read them, he really liked them. But there's one called Missing 401 Hunters, and it's about these survival and hunting experts that go missing in the woods. And it's talking about like how these are guys that are like experienced that don't just go missing overnight, kind of deal. And it's saying that in this movie I watched, they have like five different cases and not all of them were supernatural. Just like two of them were. Mm-hmm. And the other were just like, he got randomly lost in the Sierra Nevada or something like that. But the one episode or one uh, missing person's case was one that related to the paranormal. And they have these howls caught on a recording and on camera. And they like, they actually howled back. And it held back to them. So they were having like a conversation with them. They were going back and forth, but they think it's a Bigfoot type creature. But honestly, that recording and that book series is really haunting. Like it's really creepy. Like the way he goes about that kind of stuff. And of course they talk about like also like they remember seeing this like 
this line, just like a straight line going through the woods, like kind of like a centipede, but it was hovering. Really <laughs> crazy stuff comes out of that one chapter in the book. So if you like missing 401 cases and stuff like that, the, the missing 401 book and film series is a really good place to look. But I thought it was kind of crazy that we were talking about this Bigfoot stuff in Northwest California, and that's where a lot of stuff happens. Yeah, I mean, you have – so the the docs, like, starts off telling a story about um, a bunch of weed farmers. That oh, hold got... on. <laughs> I put – you know the story is going to be good when it starts off with visiting a good buddy working on a cannabis farm. <laughs> I know, which, right? I was which like... was highly illegal back then. So you know the story is going to be crazy. <laughs> I said, David – I was a journalism major. You just like severely damaged your credibility. Like well, you got you got you got really... build up that you got build up that I I was there. It wasn't that okay. I heard. But it's like, oh my god, David, you gotta you gotta hit us with that. Okay, <laughs> um, right off the bat too. So then he goes and looks for missing persons cases in that area, and he finds nothing. Um. And it's, yeah, that was the crazy part. Yeah. It was like those people just fell off the face of the earth and nobody knew they were missing. Yeah. And so for reference, Cal's talking about like San Fran to Anchorage, all that. And like all these cannabis farmers are out in this area. Well, and they um, have, I don't remember the name to the county, but it's called the Emerald Triangle. If you want to look it up. That's what I'm about to talk about. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Proceed. Um, <laughs> the, I'm going to give a little history of the Emerald Triangle in Western California. It's Mendocino County and two others. Um, notorious for their high-grade cannabis growth, like some of the best weed in the world, supposedly, is grown out the good there. Kush. Um, that, that good kush. Um, <laughs> the was, Snoop Dogg special. It was also <laughs> the scene of early massacres of indigenous people. Yep. Um, gold rush happened there. Timber happened there. Cut down of 95% of, like... Uh, the Redwoods. The Redwoods. Um which led to the Back to the Landers movement in the 1970s. The Basically just a group of hippies <laughs> that wanted to get, you guessed it, back to the land. Um, so they moved out there and started growing their weed, making, a, and they discovered, hey, we can make a serious living off of this. And so they started making a living off of it. And then it became illegal as all get out, but they kept doing it. Entered, you know- ghost, entered ghost dance. Oh yeah, that guy was weird. <laughs> Interesting. That guy, character. I was like, I was like, you gotta bring him on. They said like, that's they gonna said, damage your credibility. <laughs> they said, Bigfoot, what do you know? And he said, I mean, I personally don't have an experience anything like that. And and then he like lights up a joint, he rolls a joint, lights it up, and then he's like, Oh, I'm Bigfoot. Well, yeah, because he had the little stuff. Yeah. I was like, bro. I was like, you're just, you're there. You're, I was like, you've been blazed this whole interview. Don't even add like that's your first one of the <laughs> My day. My thing was when they were interviewing all these people, I'm like, I wonder how bad their houses smell. Like some of those. Yeah. <laughs> I was getting big cult vibes. Like honestly, the way they were, the way they were interviewing people was like the documentaries that you interview people that were in a cult. Yeah. <laughs> they were talking about their experiences. Yeah, I was like, I've seen oh about seven God. squatches out there. Yeah, I've heard several. Um, not not several, but plenty. But yeah, but, <laughs> um, I want to go back to the opening real fast, um, and then we kind of go with the interviews and stuff. Um, 
or like the the actual like present day interviews because I put that I love the opening art style, like kind of that yeah. that drawn. I thought it was really cool looking. Yeah, it's different than your traditional documentary. Yeah, uh, the, yeah. the B roll was also beautiful. That's what I was talking about. I was like those inter- those OG interviews, mm-hmm. they set the tone so well. Like well, those they were horrifying. Yeah. But like and, I mean like the shots of the forest and the shots of like yeah. all that, like all that B roll amazing. But the, the interview style, the way it was framed, the way it was lit, the way it was shot. Yeah. Chef's perfect. kiss. Well, perfect. Even with- and also why I like why I liked about them showing the OG interviews is that was before that this stuff had a lot of fame. Yeah. So like to me, their credibility goes up because it's like that's kind of before you had people just wanting to get attention. Like those are probably like legit encounters. Um fair enough, yeah. Also, I put that I think that's the first time that I like I've listened to somebody talk about like an uh Bigfoot encounter get hostile. And I think they asked that question to, to the, the Bigfoot experts. Um, but <laughs> they, you know, they asked, has, have you ever heard of someone getting hostile like that? That was the first time I've heard of one getting hostile. And, you know, Same. I kind of like, like these type of documentaries. But just to kind of to tell you what David experienced was that the guy came in, said he would scared like a horse would, like his eyes were wandering over the place. Um, he said that before the guy, the guy was trying to calm, the owner of the weed farm was trying to get him to calm down and all that. And then the guy yelled basically that he was like, are you sure they're dead? He goes, yeah, man, I'm sure they did. The Bigfoot killed him. And what they found was three mangled bodies that were torn apart and just ripped to shreds. And at first, I think the guy thought it was like, a sabotage type deal except that you know way 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 bad sabotage yeah but then they said that all the weed was still there so it wasn't like a kill and steal type deal it was animalistic yeah so that kind of set the tone for the whole interview because that david starts off with his encounter that kickstarts this whole thing um which leads me to one of my favorite quotes a Sasquatch wasting three dudes in dope country. <laughs> yee, yee. Yee, yee. Um, but, yeah, now, speaking of Sasquatch, he gives you, David, David gives you a lot. Like, you're basically just following David's. Yeah. And I, and I like his investigative style. Like, as a journalism yeah. major, as someone who wants to go into this kind of stuff, I really, like, I, I, I love how he goes about doing it. I think it's, I think it's very different than, than, than most styles he he's yeah you go ahead he gives it's just it's all over the place but in a very organized way so like you'll go from oh yeah lots of people live go to live in the emerald triangle to big make big money growing weed but also here's this information sasquatch yeah you smells musky you smell them before you see them um But my uh, my side note on that is maybe it's not the hippies smelling Sasquatch. Maybe they're just stink ass hippies. Um, <laughs> that could be facts. Could be facts. I don't know. But an investigative journalist David Holdhouse he hits a dead end because he can't find any missing persons cases anything like that. So he hires a local PI to help him in the case of of a death of three weed farmers. That's where I'm like, uh, because usually as an investigative journalist, you don't use the PI unless you absolutely have to. Well, and I think he was 
using PIs to get connections more of than information. Yeah. yeah. So and he like, uses, and he he used it beautifully as we as we'll see. Yeah, because I I mean you saw that like he said that like I he gave him the bare minimum. He wasn't yeah. giving him any specifics so that if they had any specifics and they said he's like okay that's a legit weed kind of deal, which. I I really like his style too because to me it doesn't seem like he's going immediately down the Bigfoot mm-hmm. route. He's like, all right, was there foul play involved? Was it? Do people even remember this happening? Mm-hmm. And then um, right, after, right after the mention of the PI, we get like the star interviewee, um, Bob <laughs> Bob Gimlin. Oh, 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 I thought you were talking about Bobo. I'm sorry. Oh no no no, Bobo. I'm saving him for last because he's. He's the, yeah. he's the creme de la creme. Um, uh, I thought it was super cool that they interviewed Bob Gimlin. Yeah. Because I, I think that's I, I think that's honestly the first time I've seen him be interviewed for anything Bigfoot related. I yeah, I haven't I didn't even know what he looked like until now. But anyway, for he those of you guys looks who, like a guy who filmed Bigfoot. Oh, for sure. Oh my <laughs> god. Oh my god. First recorded uh footage of Sasquatch by Patterson and Gimlin. Um, yeah, if you uh just Google the Patterson game one. Uh, when we film. Say, when we, yeah when we say Bigfoot footage, it's the one you're thinking of. Yeah, like, like it's the one immediately where, like, the one. He like turns around. Yeah. Or she Gimlin refers to the Sasquatch as a she. Yeah, um, it's called the Patterson Gimlin film, 1967. Um, um, yeah. Bobo the Bigfoot King called it the best piece of evidence they have in the last 50, 60 years. Yep. Um. Also, I think it was cool that Bob didn't think they were going to find anything. And then um, he saw funny. that. He's like, well, I'll be dead. Well, I'll be. It's a squatch, yo. It's the squatching. The squatching. Squatching. Um, yeah, that, I really liked that interview. I was, I thought it was really cool to see him talk about it. Yeah. Um, they interviewed some cool people. Like, Granted, they had all the Bigfoot hunters who, like I said, they look like he would think big hunters, Bigfoot hunters would look like. <laughs> it looks like Appalachia uh, moved to the, the West Coast. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a hybrid Appalachia. <laughs> but it's... And then you have, like also Jim, they, you have people like Jim Murphy. Jim Murphy. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Okay. I His account gave me the creeps. I did not like his account at all. No, like, you, you can go ahead and tell that one. That guy would like he's seen some crap. Like he was about to cry just like retelling that story. He smelled that was one, horrifying. He smelled one stink ass hippie and then <laughs> discovered that it was in fact his wife. That was that was he was legit scared. You could tell. Yeah. That was horrifying to watch him. Like he was just mentioning it and he was about to cry. I was like, holy crap, dude. Well, he was out <laughs> what did fishing, you see? Right? Was he out fishing? Yeah. And that's another thing I was gonna put is like you get a lot of those lifetime fishermen. Like whenever I hear like a retelling, they're like, Yeah, I don't go fishing anymore or I don't go hunting anymore. And it's like guys who have done that their whole lives. I'm like, you have to have seen some stuff for you to be that scared. Yeah. And yeah, the story went that he was he was fishing at night that I guess he'd done all the time and that he saw it was coming up the river towards him. And he said he smelt it like one of the guys in like the OG interviews at the beginning rolling sequence or title card type stuff. I don't know the proper film term. Sam Trumpy yeah. like shaking yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, okay. The, was it the, the B footage? 
The B roll. The B roll. No, B roll is like B roll is like cinematic shots, like of like trees and like like every shot where like someone would be talking and there would be like a shot of them like panning the camera through the forest, and like oh, the okay. sun hitting the trees. That's like an example of B roll, but like that would be like your intro. Yeah, like your your intro credits. Your okay. Yeah, you're establishing. Yeah. Okay, then yeah, during the the intro credits, there's an old guy for, like from like the seventies or whenever. Like it was like one of the OG interviews, and he talked about the stink. He said he had to roll up his car window and get out of there. That's but, not, the smell was so unpleasant. <laughs> so, I had to it was just so unflattering that I had to leave the area. <laughs> <laughs> but Jim Murphy, he talked about he's fishing, he smelt it. And he looks down the river, and this thing's walking towards him. He also said it looked like it has dreadlocks, which I I think I was like, that's kind of weird to say. But then I thought about it, and like when fur gets wet, it kind of has that shape. It clumps up, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I'm like, at night, you see that coming towards you. I can see where you could think that's dreadlocks. Well, plus Sasquatch don't have combs or brushes yeah. or. Well, and like dreadlock, I mean, I'm just saying because dreadlocks is like a type of braid kind of deal, you know? Yeah. And so, like, you know, like you said, your fur gets all matty, matted, and it gets like, if it gets away, kind of, it forms into that braided shape. So, but he said, coming, it was walking towards him. He's like, he's like, I just ran. And he oh, ran he, for my life. Jesus. I, well, he was convinced that had he stayed, he would have died. Which, I mean, I don't know. Because, I mean, I think, I don't know. That's also why I wanted to see those words. Like, if this thing is legit, which I kind of believe because this, because that area is super sketchy. Um, It's also a wild animal. And from what we've been hearing, it's a very territorial animal. So, yeah. it just kind of depends if it's a, I'll give you a warning type animal. Or it's like, <laughs> the bell's on. <laughs> Ding! Yeah. So... I don't know. His account creeped me out. But also they interviewed the uh, going off script here, the doctor at the one university. Dr. Jeff Muldrum from Idaho State University. Do you have stuff about him? Uh, yeah, he doesn't believe. He's one of those. He's one of those dude that's like, I don't believe in Bigfoot. I'm convinced he exists because science. <laughs> he's like, I don't believe in it. I know he's real. <laughs> I know he's real. Damn it. He's like, I'm he's sorry, like, whenever guys. he's asked me if I believe, you're asking if I believe as in faith, as in I have no evidence, but I got evidence. I got see this concrete <laughs> foot I made. <laughs> yeah. What's here's the guy that talked about the uh, the black bear carcasses. Uh, you don't see any dead black yeah. bear, but you know there's about six hundred in the woods. My daughter made this big foot foot for me <laughs> for Father's Day. <laughs> yeah, I thought uh, I thought he brought up good points. <laughs> he did. He did. Also, he was a was an anthropology. Was that his degree in animal science? Animal science, and I think it's anthropology. I'm looking up. Apparently, there's a town called Anthropology, Oklahoma. Huh. Anthropology, um. Well, it could be anthropology. Kind of depends on your evolutionary thoughts. Dr. Um, Don Jeffrey Meldrum is a professor of anatomy and anthropology through the Department of Anthropology at Idaho State University. Uh, anthropology is the study of humanity concerned with human behavior, human biology, cultures, and societies in both the present and past, including past human species. So that, I think, would include primates. 
is because a lot of those people believe in evolution type stuff. So, yeah, I think. So, I mean, to me, that makes him credible. Also, he's a doctor, so I'm like, you're not stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fair enough. Guns, germs, and steel. Yeah, anthropology books. I'm I'm looking at anthropology books. That's one of them. Guns, germs, and steels. Heck Uh, yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I thought I thought his stuff was like okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, and then B-roll again. Um, is it funny to me only that whole house is staying at the Bigfoot Motel? Is he really? You know, yeah. I did not notice that. That's where he's staying. Um, I thought that was pretty freaking. I think that's hilarious. pretty fitting. He's yeah. he's one of those. He's 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 a method journalist. He's gonna get into the mind. Oh of yeah. Fit. Oh yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess that does back up because he did, you know, do Good. highly illegal activities he was a, earlier. He was a skinhead. He was telling one story that he went to a event and he disguised himself as a skinhead. I think it was like a. a, a yeah, he he was a, a spy. Rights. Yeah, but it was like he didn't. He didn't like it was much later in life. Oh yeah. Um, I just want everybody to know that he's not an actual neo-Nazi. He very clearly said that he went undercover and was a spy. <laughs> well, see, people thought that he was in this one protest because he went disguised as one. Right. And like got chased by a bunch of people oh. and like cornered and almost got his like butt kicked and he had to like pull up on his phone, like, here's what I do, here's what I do. This is me. This is what I do. I'm not actually a skinhead. This is what I do. And they like chased him back to his hotel. You know, if he was a real journalist, he would have taken the beating like a man. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. I'm just kidding. No, no, I'm just kidding. We don't do that. But also, he. Who do you Cap- work for? <laughs> yeah. NBC. <laughs> Who do you work for? He also he also ran Coke too, though. So I like, yeah. he. He's that's what I like about him. Is like he's a very legit journalist. He's not like, ooh, I'm gonna read about Bigfoots. Hey, I've done coke before and I stayed up with meth heads. I know what I'm doing. I got stoned one night and listened to a guy talk about how his friends got ripped to shreds by Bigfoot. Well, and I mean, to be fair though, his friend did confirm he's like, Yeah, you remember that too. Like shit, I, bro. The weed was that good. <laughs> he's like, man, I thought that was a dream. <laughs> um, do you have anything else before Bobo? Oh, I got plenty, but we can talk about Bobo. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. Mine just like Trent, like goes to the to the rest of the episode, like the, to the tip off and all that. Oh, the tip off was sketchy. Yeah. Or wait, no. Or you talking about the PI? What well, he was like? Hey. Yeah. No. Before that. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. Never mind. That, um, real quick, Bobo the Bigfoot King has returned. <laughs> he, uh, if that name sounds familiar, which it might for some of you, I don't know. Um, he was a Bigfoot hunter on Animal Planets finding Bigfoot. Uh, he was their chief, uh, I think he was their chief field researcher. Like, he knew all about the calls and the tree knocks and whatnot. Like I oh, said, man. finding Bigfoot was such a weird fever dream. Because three of the four people on there were very scientific. They're like, oh, yeah, we're going to use these drones with the GoPro. We're going to use these night thermal t- goggles, and we're going to walk through the woods very stealthily. And, and then, then he Bobo. had Bobo. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to bang on this tree to see if I get it to bang back. <laughs> Is he the one with the West Virginia hat? 
<laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. that's Momo. I just seen about seven scotches out there. Yeah. You know, me and my friends out there one day, and I said, oh, I smell you scotch. <laughs> we also lost a lot of weight, too. He calls them scotch. It's weird. It's like scotch. <laughs> Yeah, Scott he, he said that he's been he's been was it a fake bluffed a few times? He's like I've been fake bluffed plenty of time. I mean, not plenty, but several. <laughs> um. uh, I highly encourage you to watch Finding Bigfoot if you want a just if you want to kill some time and you like that kind of stuff. Finding Bigfoot's a good. Oh, it's good, good stuff. Good, it's a good episode. It's a good series. It is great. It is I think great they went quality. ten seasons without finding any evidence. It's quality, guys. How it ran for ten seasons. They're like, guys. Hey, actually, they did. Uh, they sent us some stuff in Oklahoma. Yeah. I kind of is. I kind of out by where my grandparents were because I guess. You remember? Do you know Express Horse Stables? Yeah. I guess they found like a baby Bigfoot over there on camera or something. Oh my god. It's very interesting. No, it's like they go to the network each like each time it comes up for renewal, and they're like, "Guys, get this! I promise, we're gonna find him." Animal Planet had Animal Planet does not cancel shows, which I'm kind of like I'm kind of glad about because all those shows are interesting, like River Monsters. It's they're broke, dude. They don't they can't Animal afford it. Broke Animal Planet can't afford to pull the show. They have okay? Puppy Bowl. They hate they, broke. They need as much shows as they can get. As many shows as they can get for advertising purposes to make the money to fund the shows to keep it's just a, they don't make any profit. I used to watch Animal, I used to watch Animal Planet all the time. Yo, Bendy Irwin though. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, she's married and pregnant now. She's married and has a child. She gave birth already. Oh, she did. I thought she was yeah. pregnant. Might be. She's very pregnant a couple months ago. Actually, yeah. speaking of the Irwins, they have their own show on Animal Planet now. They re they uh Crikey, it's the Irwins. I know. Yeah, good stuff. They because Steve used to have his own show. Yep. He brought it back. Sad yep. day. I ain't never forgiven them seeing Riz. Rip. Anyway. RP. Back to Bobo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you have on Bobo. Yeah. I okay. just, the Bobo, the Bigfoot King has returned. Hope yeah. to see him in episode two. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got, um, so the PI we're talking about, he gave, um, David a potential lead. Um, you guessed it, another weed dealer. Um, yes. this time, based out of Oakland, um, this hard dude named Razor. And bro, oh, yeah, that Razor, guy, yeah. Razor has been to prison three separate times for his federal crimes with the Hell, marijuana, yeah. and not once has he snitched. So he's a real homie. Yeah. Everyone respects him. He, um, David specifically said, this guy's earned some credit. <laughs> yeah, and so he calls on the but phone. Com- like, honestly, coming from a guy who's done a lot of work with with you know gangs I, I think he's earned some credit i think he you know i think razor has honestly earned some credit <laughs> i think david knows where, where to give credit because he's seen some stuff you know <laughs> i definitely think david <laughs> has seen some stuff that he cannot tell people or else he will be found <laughs> he will be found <laughs> i yeah. i would just think he's seen he may have even dropped a body or two. <laughs> oh shoot I think so. I think he's killed a man. Anyway. I mean, sometimes those undercover people have to actually kill somebody to prove they're not undercover. He actually almost did kill a man. There's a, you got to listen to the podcast. Talk about it. Uh, he yeah, talks well, about Yeah, it. that's what he wants people to think. Yeah, I almost killed somebody. No, no, no. He was, <laughs> it gets dark. He, he was, um, he was, he was raped as a, oh as, my a young, God. as a young man um, by an older, well, by an older person. And 
he spent his whole life plotting to kill this person and like almost oh. did it and at the last minute he didn't and yeah oh my god yeah it got deep it got dark um Holy crap but anyway um so david calls this razor guy and is like hey tell me about what you know about um bigfoot like just one leave, just he... leave it at that and razor goes yep three mexican guys that got torn apart in 93 up by Spy yeah he Rock. gave the date yeah and in, the location in mendo county and that that's lines up perfectly with david's and david gave away no info about that yeah, all David said was three guys killed by Bigfoot, and he was like, oh, yeah, 93 over in Sky, Sky Rock? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then he's like, all right, I need to go visit with Razor. And, he um, yeah, David gets they, – they, they talk about it, and then at the end of the episode, we get left at a cliffhanger. Holy um, crap! David that... gets an unsettling text from the end of the at the end of the episode from the PI. David gets ghosted. It's basically <laughs> just telling him to watch his back as he's venturing into dangerous territory. Yeah, possibly the, with Razor. The PI was like, "Hey, I what I am ethically and morally inclined to let you know that you are entering dangerous territory." Unlike you, I have a family over here that I have to protect and provide for. You stay safe. I was like, what? Yeah, you protect yourself. And then it's basically. How are you going to tell a dude that and then be like, adios? Yeah. That is... Also, did is there ties to the cartel? Oh, absolutely. Okay, because I think that's where this is headed. I think, well, I, like, has, I think I think I remember. I think, Ra- I think Razor has ties with the cartel, and that's the dangerous territory he's getting. Well, and they called him uh, Mexican nationalist too. Yeah. Which that's the card. That's pretty much the cartel. Because I think I'm trying to remember if I like read about it on the the uh, the info for it or something for the trailer. Anyway, yeah. Um, but what am I getting out of it's it was spoopy, but what am I getting out of this so far? Is is Sasquatch real? I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, I think so far that the only credible sources that we have been interviewed that have been interviewed so far are Dr. Meldrum and Jim Murphy. Uh, because everyone else are either stoners who just get gassed up and hallucinate, or drug smugglers, or both, or Bobo. And um, I think the real monster is greed. <laughs> what? I've been wanting to say that since <laughs> we started this. Segment. What? <laughs> the real monster is greed. Elaborate, sir. Because you talked about like they talked about how the hippies they wanted to be free and and then they're like, holy crap, we can make a lot of money on weed. <laughs> and then they started selling weed. So I was like, the real monster here is greed. Do you think Bigfoot is just one really tall hippie that's just picking people off left and right? Picking them off to make more money. <laughs> well, honestly, I if you want to go the Native American route, which I think David kind of hinted at because he talked about how the history of Bigfoot goes centuries back to Native American heritage. I think if you want to go that route, he could just be like a vengeful spirit type deal. 
and he's just pissed that people are encroaching on his land and doing horrible things on it. Y'all are smoking my weed. <laughs> well, and also dropping bodies in the middle of the desert. <laughs> but yeah. Because you you're giving them to me to eat. <laughs> anyway. That's a hard reward, don't you know? Yeah. So that's all I have. Um, that's all pretty, I have too. Pretty good documentary so far. Got two episodes I've, left. I've enjoyed it. Yeah, there's two episodes left. I wonder if David gets killed. No, he's still he alive. Gets... <laughs> he's on the Joe Rogan podcast. Like, last was that before, or after? <laughs> after. What if it wasn't? Oh my god. I'm looking up, see if he's alive. Yeah, he's still alive. He's on his own website. Be pretentious. Hey! <laughs> Stalking the boogeyman, what? I have my own website. Oh, never mind. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, the Sasquatch attack story. Sasquatch attack story inspired David Holhouse's documentary and Joe Rogan podcast. Cool. Very interesting, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is that it for this week's installment of Sasquatch Summer Special? I believe so. Okay. Cool. Thanks, um, Operation Odessa. Odessa. Sorry, I'm going to deep down that David Holdhouse. You can do that after we're done recording. No, <laughs> I want to waste some time. Go ahead. What are we doing next? We got TikTok. Um, yeah, let's roll that intro, Gary. Okay, I only have one. Um, I'll keep it short and sweet. Uh, beer oh poster God. TikTok. Oh a, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. If your girl, if your girl truly loves you, she'll make you a beer poster. Um. Anyway. Well. Um, I'm on crab TikTok. It's the trend you're thinking of, the money, money, money. <gasps> oh yeah, I saw the one. Yeah, the the diver like stabbing the crap out of a freaking. <laughs> Why can't I hear you anymore? What the heck? This is really weird, guys. Hang on. We're gonna do audio settings. Audio can you settings. hear me now? Yeah, I can hear oh, you now. That was weird. Could you hear me that whole time? Yeah. Okay, that was really weird. Okay. Um. Yeah. Crab TikTok squid ripping the crab through a cage or something. Yeah. Um. Also, <laughs> your kitty slacks <laughs> from Joe from Family Guy. I want blue jeans. Your kitty slacks. Uh, that's been a good one. And then also, if Blank was directed by Michael Bay, and it's just any scene from any movie, and then Lincoln Park starts playing over it. Oh, yeah. When mercy. Uh, the good times, good times. It's been good times on TikTok feed. I've seen some really good ones. Yeah. Um, That's all I got, though. All right. Wow, that was short and sweet. Um, it probably is.
sports. We got a little bit. Penalty box. Roll that intro, Gary. The penalty box. Okay, Cal, what you got? Um, Steelers, new look offensive line has <laughs> they have lost four of their five 2020 starters. <laughs> um Rip. let's see, let me rattle off what happened. Alejandro Villanueva, I said that better in my head, signed with the Ravens. Matt Feller signed with the Chargers. Maurice Pouncey retired. David DeCastro was released this week. and But don't you worry, Steeler fans. Chukawuma Okoa 4 is still a Steeler, though. Uh, bold strategy for the Steelers to not upgrade their biggest need at all this offseason and not protecting their fan quarterback that has maybe one year left. Keep <laughs> on trucking, Steeler Nation. <laughs> you suck. Anyway. Um, also, first college player got trademarked today. Um, I kind of said that weird. First college player trademarked today uh, with Wisconsin quarterback Graham Mertz released the lo- his own logo ahead of name, image, and likeness bills taking effect July first. All right. I've not. I haven't seen the logo. Kind of. Do you remember Graham Mertz? He was the. Uh, he yeah. was the Wisconsin kid that he had like seven touchdowns in his first game. Yeah. This yeah, better we be went, this we better went, be a really cool logo. It was we like, went, oh, that is so weak. We went share your screen. Uh, hold on. I, gotta, I about just left. <laughs> That's not what I wanted. You've disabled participant screen sharing. What? Okay, what if I it looks like a video game logo? What if I make like you a game? what if I make you a co-host? Like a dang superhero. Oh, I do know. Uh, I was sorry with you, Chief. I ain't very impressed with this. Ew. That that was like a GameCube logo. <laughs> um, yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's um, lame. That's lame. Says Wisconsin Badgers QB Graham Merch now has a logo now like a dang superhero. Lame. Honestly, though. To be an athlete and to have your own logo, that would be pretty baller. Oh, are you repping Jordan? Oh, I'm repping myself. <laughs> Just whip out an armband with your own logo on it. I'm repping GameCube. GameCube. Uh, that's all I got, though. Honestly, I didn't want to talk about the baseball college for series because I haven't lost any of it. No, honestly, I'm not, it, I, I'm not interested. I don't want to see Vanderbilt play. Yeah, me either. Um the only, thing, the only things I have are Carl Nassib comes out as the first openly gay NFL player. Um, gains a lot of support from fans on the internet. Also the um, face of a lot of memes lately. Um, is it because of one of their alignment? Yeah. Was Is that incognito? Is that his last name? I have no idea. But I don't know Wasn't how I feel about a- wasn't he a Bill? Maybe. I don't know. I just don't know how I feel about the memeing. I mean, it's like a little too soon. I mean, yeah. As long as, I mean, like, 
as long as it's not too bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like any, like everything's a meme. And there's just like you know, like for everything, you know, there's a line for everything. Yeah. Some people do cross the line. I'm not gonna sit here and say nobody does. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I don't know. As long as it's on like good, no harm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll allow it. Um, uh, but yeah, he got he got a lot more support than some other past uh players have. If I recall. Yeah. Yes. NBA players have had some very interesting tweets from way back in 90s, 80s. I encourage you to look up some of them. Yep. Um, but yeah, that was that's honestly been the biggest NFL news lately. Yeah. Um that and uh Oklahoma State announces that football is just under 10 weeks away and that we will be back at full capacity over at Boone Pickens. <laughs> <laughs> How's that one TikTok go? Come to a dot. About to turn into a fucking black. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. I'm gonna did go I, back. Did I cut out at all when I did that? No, I actually didn't. Oh, well, I was kind of hoping mine cut out because I did really bad. <laughs> I'm not good at like thinking of a sound and then actually doing the sound. Fair enough. I think it's my speech impediment showing, but oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now y'all feel bad for laughing, huh? Yeah. Ah, <laughs> Got <plot> you. Twist. <laughs> <laughs> I just put out the Uno reverse card. Cal has a speech impediment. Um, yeah, honestly, like I, I from what I've heard from, from other people, nobody notices it until I say it. They say, Hey, I usually have a speech impediment, and then people will hear me talking about like, oh yeah, I hear it now. I'm like, oh. People just, I think a lot of people just think you have that lazy Oklahoma accent. Yeah, it's kind of funny because like I'll be like, I don't have an accent, then I'll talk fast or something, and then I'll swear my words like I'd have a southern accent. I'm like, holy crap! <laughs> so I was like, there it is. Yeah, I remember I used to have problems with my L's, my THs, and I think my R's. I wouldn't didn't you, announce didn't you think your name enough. was didn't you think your name was Cal for the longest time? Cow with a W? Yes, yeah. I did. I think it's because, well, I think it's because I said my name's Cow like mm-hmm. that. And they're like, you're named after the animal. And then I came home, like, ready to fight my mom. I was like, why do you name me after me? Why do you name me after an animal? What's up with that dog? <laughs> so, so like, That's post not up. your name. Post up, Ma. Post up. Do something. Swing first. <laughs> Swing first. I'm begging you to do it. I'm waiting for you to do it. Was the one Joey Diaz go? <laughs> Wake up! Wake up and salute the flag. <laughs> it's Wednesday. Uh, I, speaking of saluting the flag, uh, I haven't been watching any of it, but we are in the Olympic trials. Yeah. Um, I have not watched a single event. I did about. I watched uh, the gymnastics last night. I watched Simone Biles absolutely destroy everybody. Oh my god! She she just. It was it was not anyone. She was Simone's. competing against herself for street credit. Is what oh she was doing. God, that was awesome. <laughs> That's all uh, I got for that one. That was awesome. Uh, watching those girls on the beam, and they'll just hang with just her feet on. I'm yep. like, how do you not just get ripped in half? Like that would be so painful. <laughs> the tensile strength on those feet, <laughs> man. I'm telling you. That's like the grippy socks, man. <laughs> the grippy socks. Uh 
Um, that's the only event I've watched, which I mean, I don't know. I I'm I'm more of a winter Olympics type guy. I'm gonna be honest, I'm more of an Olympic winter type guy. So I don't know. Okay. I I kinda I kinda like the old Bob Sweaty. <laughs> oh Sean White snowboarding. Well yeah, but he's retired now. Yeah, I know. RP. I did like Sean White in his last uh his last Olympic run. I watched him a lot. Yeah. Uh I watched Michael Phelps when he retired his last run. Michael Phelps is the best Olympian ever. And he's got Pretty the hard work to prove it. Weren't they adding new Olympic sports this year too? Like in summer? It wasn't isn't breakdancing an Olympic sport now? Possibly, but they're rena- they're still keeping it the 2020 Olympics. Yeah, and I I I think honestly, I think it's because that logo for the 2020 Olympics is so good they have to use it. Yeah, they're really I like, think it's what just, it is. We can't just pass this up. <laughs> I, I, I I wouldn't. That's <laughs> you know what? Uh, I keep it. Who controls the Olympics? That's what I want to know. Is it the like the Illumina Bigfoot? Bigfoot. I think there's an Olympic committee. Yeah, but like who's on it and how do we I'm 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 almost I I would think it's like a, a UN. Here we you go. I mean, who controls the? Okay, okay. Olympics. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because I I watch I take that back. I watch sport climb rock climbing. I watched those because it was on when we were having lunch at Interurban. They were having rock climbing, which honestly, I kid you not, there was like a thirteen year old doing it. I kid you not. There was a kid that looked like he was 13, and then the next kid is this 19-year-old who looks like he was 6'6", and just jacked. And then it's like some kid that looks like he plays Fortnite all day. I'm like, bro, what? <laughs> Power to you, though. Power to you. Um, the, the, in, the International Olympic Committee gotcha. is the governing body of the National Olympic Committees and the Worldwide Olympic Movement. The IOC's term for all entities and individuals involved in Olympic Games. As of 2016, there are 206 NOCs officially recognized by the IOC. Uh, the current president of the IOC is Thomas Bach of Germany, who succeeded Jacques Rogue of Belgium in September 2013. The IOC was created by Pierre de Coubertin on 23rd of June 1894 with Demetrius Vikilis as its first president as of april 2019 its membership consists of 95 active members 44 honorary members an honorary president and two honor members the ioc is the supreme authority of the worldwide modern olympic movement okay cool um so it's like the illuminati basically okay cool okay so calm down (laughs) um come on with it (laughs) The yeah, the 2020 games will see the introduction of new competitions, including 3v3 basketball. I think me and you should apply. Uh, freestyle BMX, Madison cycling, which I have no idea what that is. Um, further mixed events, um, which will allow the host organizing committee to add new sports to the Olympic program to augment the permanent core events. These games will see karate, sport climbing, which is rock climbing, surfing. I'm excited for surfing. Surfing I will think be that'd cool. be cool. Although oh, I think yeah. Australia is going to kill everybody in it. But oh, no, I think they're not. They're kind of shut down with COVID right now, so they might not have people competing. Well, 
And oh, in wait. Which, yeah. In which case, New Zealand will probably kill or well, South I don't know. Africa. I mean, I think surfing is very social distance. Yeah, I feel like our contenders for surfing are Australia, Zealand, South Africa, and USA. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think about South Africa. Those countries are probably going to clean house. Yeah. Um, skateboarding, Tony Hawk, question mark. <laughs> oh, yeah, and the return of baseball and softball since 2008. Yep. Excited for that. Also excited for us to actually put on a murder for basketball like we always do. Um, yeah, Indiana University sent like eight people to the Olympics. Seriously? For basketball, yeah, I think. Dang, all right. Yeah. What's wrong with it? <laughs> uh, not fair. We're just built different. Simply put. Where's but, the yeah. next? Paris 2024. Why can't we and have one in like LA. Sacramento? Sacramento. What? No. What the De- Sacramento? Dubuque, Iowa. Dubuque. Yeah. I really want one to be put in the <laughs> middle of nowhere. Man. I want one in Idaho. Boise, Idaho. Also, I think the petition. Billings, have, Montana. <laughs> that one also would be really pretty and would probably be really good for ski- skiing and snowboarding. I still can't believe Lake Placid, 1980. Wasn't that where the crocodile movie take place uh maybe um, beaver beaver county oklahoma yes sir hooker oklahoma come on with it <laughs> do do rant do rant <laughs> um have you seen the i know just to wrap it up my last thought of the day <laughs> um have you seen the the cert or the uh the uh uh, what's it called? We need a bunch of signatures. Oh, holy crap! I'm spacing. Uh, petition mm-hmm. the petition to get average athletes to compete alongside the Olympian athletes to see how hard it is. No, have you not seen people that want that? No, but I think it's it like, please put some average ass person. You're gonna have to bleep me. I didn't mean to say that. No, it's fine. Uh, some average person next to the Olympians just to see how hard it actually is. Like, can you imagine if, like, you had to run against Usain Bolt to be the average person? <laughs> it's like that kind of stuff. Like, you, you compete, but you're not competing for a spot. You're just there to show how hard the event is. I think I could take him. <laughs> you I got trip him. Oh, yeah. You cut him off. <laughs> I untie his shoelaces. Obviously. Make homie trip. I, I think Stumble. Stumble in the real I feel like there's very few Olympic sports that would have the fraction of a chance in. I think ping pong would be one of them, though. Uh, boxing. I think I could, I could take a couple belts in that one. Um, huh? Boxing. Yeah, it's all playing games. They have against Drago from Rocky Four for Russia. That's okay. Like some people live with hate in their hearts. I live with money in my eyes. Um, You're not going to get any money if you lose. <laughs> get disowned by my country. What did you say? You'll get disowned by my country. That's pretty much how it goes. If you lose an Olympic event, you're... 
Case Retire. in point. Case in point. Drago. Creed two. Drago. That was different. <laughs> he killed was, a man. <laughs> that was the height of the Cold War. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, not the yeah, show. I feel like I could beat. I feel like I could beat some kid from uh, Belgium and ping pong. It could beat anyone from Belgium, quite frankly. Quite frankly, you could beat anyone from Belgium. Okay. Oh, I don't think I'd beat anybody from Germany in ping pong because of the Balls of Glory movie or Balls of Fury. <laughs> um, Germany still on my you know what list, so <laughs> better not, better not try me. Um, you know who I feel like I could beat. In like a track event. Oh God, who? Literally anyone from Poland. Poland? And I am Polish myself. I could. Why Poland? Because they suck. Are they they're, really that bad in the Olympic events? Horrible, dude. They Olympic. they make it to like prelims and then just get smoked. I'm looking at their Olympic medals. I don't know if they have many. They have 306. They're the third most successful country. <laughs> I could take them. All of them. Hungary, Hungary and Romania are the most successful. I am Polish. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, whoa. Back that up. Back that up. Back it up. They are the third most successful out of countries who have never hosted the Olympics. Uh, so where do they rank in the world? That's 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 the key question. Uh because I'm, all I'm saying is I don't speak your language, but I have your DNA. And uh, just saying, I, I think I'm better than you. Um, they won the most in... They did not participate in 1984 LA. They probably didn't because of the Cold War. They were, uh, you know... Russia. Not 1984. When did the wall fall? In the 80s or the 90s? Pretty sure the wall fell in 91. Wait, why would Poland... That was Germany. That was Berlin. Yeah, but weren't the Russians like... Well, I mean, it was... uh... The whole Iron Curtain thing? East. Hold on, hold on. You got me. Because didn't the the yeah the collapse of the Berlin Wall signified the end of communism? Well, was, I thought I was. Uh, hold on, you got me messed up right now. Hold on, <laughs> hold on. Back to your original question. <laughs> the U.S. of A. has the most summer Olympic medals with a thousand and twenty-two, and guess who's in second? Soviet oh. Union with four hundred and forty. So we have 600 more medals in the second closest country. <laughs> Take that. And then I'm going to look up the winner. Well, technically, uh, the Soviet Union doesn't exist anymore. So. Unless they're. Yeah, letting... Well, I think it's. I think it's. Soviet Union and Russia are like counted the same. That's trash. Um, And the US of A has the second most winter game medals. We have 305. Norway has the most with 368. Hmm. I love Norway. Okay, what was the question? Um, the Iron Curtain. Yeah. God, our topic has gone so off. 
Thank you for staying with us. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming. Um, oh, that's a good map. Uh, Poland, Poland, Poland. Yeah, Poland was East Europe. So, yeah, they were on the, the communist side. Well, but I Not, still think... They weren't on there by choice, though. They were kind of forced. Oh, yeah, that's pretty much how it all went. Yeah. But I think I don't think that would have stopped them in 1984 Olympics. I'm pretty sure a lot of them. I'm pretty sure they still competed, or they. I don't think that stopped countries from competing. Let me rephrase. Yeah, because West Germany and East Germany competed separately. That's true. Romania got third. Anything about the Cold War in here? God, Wikipedia. Mwah. Let me give you a kiss. Mwah. Mwah. <laughs> Come here and give mommy a kiss. Trip, trip. Trip, trip. I'm back on my trip. Trip, my trip. trip. China competed. Italia. Yugoslavia. Uh, all right. Here's participant. Participating countries. Switzerland. I'm looking for European. Oh, boycotting countries. That may be. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. yeah, you're right, Sam. 15 countries took part in a Soviet led boycott in 1984 Olympics. Afghanistan, Angola, Bulgaria, Cuba, Czechoslovakia, Eastern Germany, Ethiopia, Hungary, uh, Laos, Mongolia, North Korea, Poland, Soviet Union. South Yemen, Vietnam, Albania, Iran, and Libya also boycotted the LA Olympics, citing political reasons, but these countries were not part of the Soviet-led boycott. Albania and Iran were the only two countries to boycott both the 1980 and 84 Summer Games. Oh. So there you go. You were right. Yeah, they're, they're, uh, they're mad at Russia because, you know, Communism. Interesting. Yeah. There's that being said, that being said, I could smoke a Polish, a Polak in a in a freaking relay. I could do it. Sam, dude, you don't even know. I. Here's the deal, though. You don't even know. They don't have. They don't have space to run. They have. A, right. They have a working pancreas, though. You don't know that. I actually got my. my I actually got my faulty pancreas. From a 100% Polak, okay? My hey, great-grandmother, you know straight off the boat, son, okay? <laughs> boat. Um, actually, what's funny is I saw a TikTok for uh, it was a girl that had, like, a thing like you have on your side. Yeah, was she, taking, was... was she taking it off with a card? Yeah, and actually. Yeah, I was going to send it Everyone to but me has been getting that TikTok. That's... It's strange. Big Pharma don't want you to succeed, man. Hunter had it. Like uh, Grace had it. My mom had it. You've had it. I had it, but I didn't listen to you because I'm like, nah, I sent him enough stuff about that. Literally everyone, but everyone close to me in life, my roommate, my girlfriend, my mother, my Everybody one of my best friends. Life. <laughs> but not me. It's okay. You'll get on diet back TikTok soon enough. It'll be a cold day in hell before I do. 
at this rate. And All on right. that note, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I'm. I need a shower. Go yeah, to bed. I need to. Um. Yeah, go to bed. I'm tired. It's almost ten o'clock. I'm gonna go to the gym in the morning. Re, but on that note thank you for listening to the two pokes podcast make sure to follow us on instagram and twitter uh we are at two pokes on twitter and at two pokes podcast on instagram or also at sam milik and at underscore cowpal 19 underscore on instagram so make sure you give us a follow uh we will be trying to post regularly on the tpp page but uh we post somewhat regularly kind of uh on our instagrams um so make sure to find us on there if you like the show awesome continue to support us we put out new episodes hopefully every week um and we announce it on our socials when we do um if you didn't like it sorry um you're probably not listening if you didn't like it okay that's fine um yeah thank you guys for sticking (laughs) to hear what i said what did you say i said we'll find you (laughs) (laughs) we'll send about we'll send plenty of uh, scotches on you that ain't a threat. It's a promise. <laughs> For all legal reasons, this is not a legit threat. <laughs> we do both podcasts not condone Cal snapping and hunting down the people that don't like our show. Um, shout out to the Ocast for, for hosting us. Not One kicking. bad day away, man. We're not <laughs> kicking. <laughs> Whoa! You know, university counseling services, I can send you their contact info. You know, they're doing patient intake right now. Um, why does that sound like a prison patient intake? <laughs> because never mind, I can't say that while we're recording. I'll say it after. Anyway, thanks for listening. Stay frosty. We're gonna get canceled once we get popular. We're gonna get we're gonna get hung up by the shoestrings or bootstraps, whatever it is. Um, bootstraps. Yep, there we continue. go. Um, yeah. But yeah, thanks for listening. Oh, wow, that intro music, that bass be bussin'. Shoot. Okay. Cut the camera. Cut the camera. Ah! <laughs>